0: Okay, welcome to Brooklyn Rebound's Small Council, our Game of Thrones, aka our Slash rather, Song of Ice and Fire podcast, discussing all things show and books today, probably mostly book talk, so uh, if you haven't read George R. R. Martin's books, or specifically the Ice and Fire ones, uh, who cares, just keep listening anyway, maybe you'll (laughs) learn something. Uh, it's your king of the pod, Drew, over here. Your boy, and uh, over to my right, I've got my trusted advisor and friend, the hand of the king of the pod. It's human. your boy, young hand of the king of the pod. Young hand, that's right. And uh, of course, loyal as always, never gone against me in any way. Yeah, yeah. No I, you know, I. It's weird that you would
1: mention that. Like, of course I'm. Like, of course. hmm Yep.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I'm just gonna move my drink over to this side, and, you know. It's also very weird. <laughs> and, of course, also, I have my master of coin, Ladyfinger, over here, a.k.a. Anna. How are you doing in?
2: I'm doing well. How are you? It's been a while.
0: It has been a while. Well, here's the thing. You told me that, uh, there's only enough money in the coffers to, like, do the podcast every once in a while. So, is that still the case, or have we got some new revenue? And...
2: Well, you know, uh... I need some more of that uh, feed from Game of Thrones to be able to, you know, afford this podcast, so we need more tidbits, I guess, from uh, HBO and our good friend George.
1: You just owe the Iron Bank too much. Yeah. That's your opinion also, Han? Yeah. Well, normally
0: tidbits, I would try to get my mess or whispers in here and get some of those juicy tidbits, like who might be trying to poison me or who's <laughs> misappropriating my funds, but... uh Unfortunately, Lady uh, Lys has been MIA, and I'm starting to get worried. I think many my enemies might have done something, or she defected in some way, and now I have to get a new Master of Whispers. That's weird. I've not heard from her either. uh, No? I don't know what's up with that. I mean, is there any recommendations you guys might have for a new Master of Whispers? Well, I
2: think we
1: don't really need one. Oh, no? I'll keep some feelings out.
2: We're fine. I mean, I'm sure she's just... uh... Vacation.
1: Hopefully she's okay. I mean, like, it'd be weird. Like, I know, for, I can say for sure no one in this room had her murdered or anything. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, for sure. like, certainly. Like, no. yeah, that, that's yeah, not that, even a question.
2: Exactly. I would never And know
1: if, if, if someone was not going to murder her, what weapon would they not use to do that? Well, poison's a woman's weapon, so do oh. it that way, you will. Okay. So they would not use poison if they were... If they were a man. Not, okay. If they were a woman, they might. I
2: don't know what you're insinuating.
1: Not sure that I was insinuating anything, but you look, okay, you look guilty as hell, that's, that's none of my business. Uh, All right, well, let's get back to the topic at hand,
0: which is Song of Ice and the Fire, and namely, there's some cold winds blowing in here, it's January, right? Hmm, strong. Cold in, in New York. Strong yeah. segue. It's not really snowing today, but yeah. maybe that'll happen at some point, and maybe at some point, the Winds of Winter, aka the 6th, I'm gonna s- drop an aka as many, as many times as possible. Today. <laughs> it's your boy, the Winds of Winter. Uh, it's your boy. That's what I want to hear. I wanna, oh, that
2: would be great.
0: I want to open my the internet one day. It says, <laughs> it's your boy of the woods. It's here. Come on, Martin, release this book. But apparently, he said in a recent interview uh, as of 2017, or he, he put it on his blog or something, that he thinks it'll be out this year. Oh, cool. I'm glad he so, thinks yeah. it'll be out this year. I don't think know if he's a good gauge of Knowing himself on what he's going to write, but weren't we supposed to have this in 2015? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the last two books, one was A Feast of Crows came out in 2005, and then Dance of Dragons came six years later in 2011, and now it's six years after that, so it wouldn't make sense that way. But he has even more distractions in the past six years than mm-hmm. he did pre-show so and everything. Eight years. I don't know, but he apparently said it, he hopes it comes out. And this is after all he missed his whatever deadlines and took away any deadlines he has. So basically, has everyone hostage and mm-hmm. whenever he wants to release it, it'll be released. But are you guys optimistic at all or
1: pessimistic? At this point, I don't care. Like the experience with the show has just eclipsed my experience with the books. Like really, they're they're past the books. Uh, I I feel like they did a, they did a good thing with the story. Like. I'm fine with where the show's going, I sort of don't need, I mean, it'll be nice to have the book when it's here, but I'm not just like jittery waiting for it. At this point, the show is the text for me. Wow. You don't feel the same way, do you? No.
2: There's all those, all those little plots and things that just never get resolved by the show, all the characters they cut out, there's so many other things.
1: Those are cute, those are fun. Uh, They're important. They're not cute. my experience.
2: They're a big part of the books.
1: Yeah, they're fun. That's why they're
2: so intricate and take them so long. I,
1: I like the big tangled web. It's just, I don't know.
2: I might need to cut you off.
1: Okay, well, that's not in your
0: power, Ladyfinger. But, <laughs> now...
2: I'll just say there's no more funds. I don't
1: know. I in- got my own funds. <laughs> We're going to rent out the Hans Tower on Airbnb <laughs> or something. I'm independently wealthy. Like Selena from Veep. <laughs> hey, wrong HBO show. Damn it. So,
0: the thing is, for me, I completely—I basically have separation at this point. Like, I see them as two completely different things. Totally. And, I'm, and the book is as excited as I am for the show to come back, and it's later this year, I think maybe not until May or June or something. It's a little bit later,
2: yeah. A couple
0: weeks later than normal, but excited for it, but I just don't feel like I'm going to get, even when the show's completed, which hopefully it wins when I'll be out before the next two years, but maybe not. I don't think whatever the conclusion I'm gonna get from the show is gonna be the same as the book. Meaning, like, I'm not gonna get the same thing out of it. Like, kinda of like you are saying, Anna, like, all the intricacies and, like, Tangled Web and all that, it's just so more interesting with the books. Especially when I get online and read all the theories and oh, stuff yeah. and everything. So basically what I wanted to talk about today is Winds of Winter. What do we think major plot points are gonna happen? We can compare the show a bit, like, who died in the show that we think might die maybe in a different way, what things are going to happen in a different way, and just like try to make some predictions that way. And even though you're not as interested anymore do you still, I mean, R.F.D. still. I'm here for it. Okay. So what's something, so you like the show a lot, what, what was something in the past season or two from the show that hasn't happened in the book that you think is will happen in some way?
1: I mean... I ride for the love of my life, Cersei Lannister. Of I really hope that her plot plays out similarly. I have a feeling that she's going to get what she deserves. Or boom,
2: <laughs> what mean, does people, that t- mean to you? Right, she's going to get things. what
1: everyone but me seems to think she deserves, and, and get her head lopped off in the books. Um, okay, but that hasn't happened in the show. So, so I'm saying. Right. The question is, what has happened in the show? Then. Right. I think in the book, it's not going to go the way it's happened in the show. Like she, I don't think she's going to win that. Meaning be the queen. Right. At the end of season six, she's on the throne. Right, yes. In control, I guess. Important, important minister, way. I mean. Yeah, um, I can't see that going in the books the way that it did.
2: Yeah. Okay, I agree.
1: So, what do we think is going to happen with
0: Cersei, Lannister, and Winds of Winter? So, last we saw her in the book, and Dance of Dragons, was she was just meeting... Sir Robert Strong, her new mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Franken Mountain, and just came out of the Walk of Shame.
1: And that's the last we saw her. So, what happens next? I think my prediction would be she tries, she goes through all the machinations, and then, instead of winning, just, like, she catches a big L at the end. Meaning death, or just what? Yeah, I mean... I mean, Tom is still, she, alive. Emerson, and still alive. She's gonna die Still in, the, in books, the books, right? I, I assume she's gonna die in the show, too, but... Does she die in Winds of Winter, though, is the question. Mm, do they keep her alive through Winds of Winter? Or do they keep her alive till most of the end of the book. You know what? Third act show stop she dies. In Winds of Winter, she dies. That's your yeah. prediction.
0: Yeah. Mark it down. What do you think, Lady Finger? Does she die in Winds of Winter?
2: I guess it would depend on um, what they do with Jamie's storyline as well in the books because the show kind of messed with the storyline quite a bit. Um, they, like, reversed...
0: With the Jamie storyline, Jamie storyline,
2: and I think you know since they've always been linked together, um, I think her death has very much to do with what he's going to be doing, and I think the show is insinuating that, uh, and I think the books will also have that, but I don't know if it will be Winds of Winter or if it would be later, because the books are a little bit slower. I would assume it might take a little bit longer. Plus, The Winds of Winter is not really focusing on King's Landing. You don't think so? Why do you say that? Well, from the preview chapters and things I'm reading, uh, it seems like uh, George R. R. Martins is focusing on the Ironborn and the North. Um, even the title, The Winds of Winter, just kind of focuses on the right. big overarching. Well, boy. to be fair,
0: but like Dance of Dragons didn't just focus on the dragons. It didn't even that much really.
2: That's true. And it
0: was the title. I I personally think Cersei will survive Winds of Winter. We can only hope. Probably Tommen and Marcella won't as we saw they died on the show. Yeah. But I don't necessarily agree with with your theory that it's not going to be in King's Landing much. I do think that it's going to be everywhere. Winds of Winter will feature. Like how the last two books were broken up. Mm Storyline, storyline. Well they weren't broken up in terms of location necessarily but Characters, hmm. I think we'll see every major location and some new ones. And Winds of Winter, I think the Aegon plot, which is excised from the show entirely, is going to be going heading to King's Landing. So it's got to have some something there.
2: All right, that's a good point to bring up the Aegon plot, which is just like a big thing in the books.
0: Well, we won't. Have you guys read the sample chapters? Or I actually haven't. At all? Or are you okay with getting spoilers? No nope. problem.
2: I read I didn't read all them I've only read like one I've read uh Sansa's or her new name
0: okay well um I mean, so i've sure. read I've read all of them or some of them were just transcribed i think from him oh, and Martin yeah. reading them at a convention or something, so I'm pretty familiar with all of them. Some are better than others, but one of the less interesting ones to me but relevant to this discussion is there's an Ariana sample chapter, also a character not in the show, yeah, wait. Remind me who that is? That's Doran Martell's daughter, who is the, Ugh. was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be the heir to Doran, but he she found out he was trying to make Quentin that, and then she confronted him about that. Or no, she tried to go behind his back and make Marcella queen. That failed miserably, and then Doran told her that she's not heir because she's going to be the queen of Westeros, I guess, and his plan. Mm-hmm. But either way, in the sample chapter, she's heading toward Storm's End, which apparently, so a spoiler is that apparently... Aegon and company have taken over Storm's End somehow. Hmm. We don't know how they did it, but they, they do seem to be in control of it. It was previously held by some people Stannis left there, I guess. So it wasn't held by the crown to begin with, but now they have that. That's a big castle and now they're assumed to be heading to King's Landing next, but the chapter talks about Ariana is like trying to figure out what's going on with them. She doesn't meet Aegon in the chapter. is not actually in it, but She's talking to some other people that he left there, and some people that came with her. Like one of the sand snakes that we don't know yet is in it. One of, the, one of Hilaria's daughters goes with yeah. her. So it's not the most interesting to me. I, I'd like to see someone maybe break it down. There's probably things i missed, but mm. but essentially it seems like that storyline is definitely going to be a big part of Winds of Winter. And Martin did say that several people will set the Iron Throne before it's all over, so a lot of people assume that this Aegon or Fagon, as people call him online, <laughs> because everyone thinks he's fake, which I agree with, is gonna be one of those. <laughs> but the question is, does Ariana marry him and try to be queen that way, or does some other shenanigans go down with the Martells and Dorn playing tricks and doing things, mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, maybe there's not too much more to go with that, storyline. but the preview chapters, other ones are, I, I wrote down everyone who has a preview chapter, so my favorite one is the Theon preview chapter.
2: Yeah, that's... Um,
0: you haven't read that,
2: though? I've looked at it briefly and, like, heard bits of it, but I never, like, sat down and really like, listened to it.
0: So, I've read it maybe five or six times. I think well... it's really good. And it has a lot of interesting information. The king's voice was choked with anger. You are a worse pirate than Salador San. Theon Greyjoy opened his eyes. His shoulders were on fire, and he could not move his hands. For half a heartbeat, he feared he was back in his old cell under the dreadfort, that the jumble of memories inside his head was no more than the residue of some fever dream. I was asleep, he realized, that or passed out from the pain. When he tried to move, he swung from side to side, his back scraping against stone. He was hanging from a wall inside a tower, his wrist chained to a pair of rusted iron rings. The air reeked of burning peat. The floor was hard-packed dirt. Wooden steps spiraled up inside the walls to the roof. He saw no windows. The tower was dank, dark, and comfortless. Its only furnishings a high-backed chair and a scarred table resting on three trestles. No privy was in evidence, though Theon saw a chamber pot in one shadowed alcove. The only light came from the candles on the table. His feet dangled six feet off the floor. "'My brother's debts," the king was muttering. "'Jawfrey's, too, though that base-born abomination was no kin to me.' Theon twisted in his chains. He knew that voice. "'Stannis!' Theon Greyjoy chortled. A stab of pain went up his arms from his shoulders to his wrists. All he had done, all he had suffered— Moat and Barrowton and Winterfell, Abel and his washerwomen— Crowfood and his umbers, the trek through the snows, all of it had only served to exchange one tormentor for another. Your grace, a second voice said softly. Pardon, but your ink has frozen. The Bravosi. Theon knew. What was his name? Tycho? Tycho something. Perhaps a bit of heat. I know a quicker way. Stannis drew his dagger. For an instant, Theon thought he meant to stab the banker. You will never get a drop of blood from that one, my lord. He might have told him. The king laid the blade of the knife against the ball of his left thumb and slashed. There, I will sign in mine own blood. That ought to make your masters happy. If it please your grace, it will please the iron bank. Stannis dipped a quill in the blood welling from his thumb and scratched his name across the piece of parchment. You will depart today. Lord Bolton may be on us soon. I will not have you caught up in the fighting. That would be my preference as well. The bravosi slipped the roll of parchment inside a wooden tube. I hope to have the honor of calling on your grace again when you are seated on your Iron Throne you hope to have your gold you mean save your pleasantries it is coin i need from bravos not empty courtesy tell the guard outside i have need of justin massey it would be my pleasure the iron bank is always glad to be of service the banker bowed i want to circle back to that but just to name off the rest there's a barristan sample chapter for the Battle of Fire, they're calling it like, there's a battle, so what's definitely going to be in this book is a Battle of Ice and a Battle of Fire, Fire and marine, and Ice and with Stannis versus the Boltons and all that up north all characters are dead in the show now, (laughs) (laughs) literally all characters yeah, it's embarrassing embarrassing Ruse, Stannis Uh, also there's a Tyrion, or at least part of his Tyrion sample chapter from that the upshot of that quickly is that he's Brown Ben, the guy who was like he joined with the second sons they're mm-hmm. they're claiming that they it was his plan all along to go back to Danny. He was just playing tricks as well or whatever, so they're going back to, to the last time we saw in Dance of Dragons, they were on the wrong side,
2: yeah,
0: you know the side of the young guy, and then now they're going back, apparently, and then the Barristan one is just him getting ready and talking in his head and stuff. And then there is a. You said you read the Santa, the Sansa, aka Elaine, sample yeah. chapter. There is a Arya one, which is pretty good.
2: Mm.
0: It features. So in the show, when she kills Marin Trant, there is a similar type of scene in the book in this sample chapter. It's not him; he's still alive in the book that we know of, and he's he didn't go to Bravos but. This character named Ref, the Sweetling, did go to Bravos, and if you recall that's a name on her list. Right. She kills him, and that's the end of that chapter. And oh. is like her revenge or whatever. So That's fun. So that's gonna happen. So we don't know what's gonna go on with Daria's storyline in this book, but I assume it's gonna be pretty different than the show, I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. I would hope so they do more like interesting things, because that whole thing in the I show... Know, I was
0: not uh, satisfied with what, how they yeah. wrapped up the faceless men. They're
2: then. just like, you're a faceless man now.
0: Or that's what we wanted all along or something. Yeah. I, I don't know, but in the book she's at, it is like a play thing, kind of like she did. not And the show, she's not in the play or whatever, she's like just supposed to kill someone in it. Right, right. In the book, part of her training in this chapter that you see is she's like a play actor in the play whatever. And it is the same kind of thing they did in the show, where it's um, telling like the story of Baratheon mm-hmm. and Stark and everything, Joffrey, all that. But uh, this guy named Sir or Harry Lord Harris comes because he's like the master of coin that Cersei had. So he is supposed to. There is some reference in the last book that he has to go to Braavos to like, to like try to solve their money and trouble in some way. And he brings like Lannister guards with him, and one of these is this Raff guy, and then Arya tricks him into, like, going, like, seducism, kind of. On stage, Bobona was bargaining with Morrow's sinister stranger. He had a big voice for such a little man, and he made it ring off the highest rafters now. "'Give me the cup,' he told the stranger. "'For I shall drink deep, and if it tastes of gold and lion's blood, so much the better. As I cannot be the hero, let me be the monster.' and lessen them in fear and place of love. Mercy mouthed the last lines along with him. They were better lines than hers and apse besides. He'll want me or he won't, she thought. So let the play begin. She said a silent prayer to the God of many faces, slipped out of her alcove and flounced up to the guardsmen. Mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> My lords, she said. Do you speak Bravosi? Oh, please, tell me you do. The two guardsmen exchanged a look. What's this thing going on about? The older one asked. Who is she? "Mm, One of the mummers, said the pretty one. He pushed his fair hair back off his brow and smiled at her. Sorry, sweetling, we don't speak your gibble-gabble. Fuss and feathers, Mercy thought. They only know the common tongue. That was no good. Give it up, or go ahead. She could not give it up. She wanted him so bad. I know your tongue a little. She lied with Mercy's sweetest smile. You are lords of Westeros, my friend said. The old one laughed. Lords, ay, that's us. Mercy looked down at her feet, so shy. Isn't Barrow said to please the lords? She whispered. If there's anything you want, anything at all. The two guardsmen exchanged a look. Then the handsome one reached out and touched her breast. Anything? You're disgusting," said the older man. And then he goes out. She brings him aside, and then murderizes him. That's exactly how she kills uh, Maron Trent. So, so it's a show, right? Yeah, basically. Kind of. uh, I mean, they had the show added some other elements, of, like he was like beating them, I and mean, he was in a brothel. So yeah. But um, yeah, and then that's. The end of that, and then the other one that there's a sample, the most recent sample chapter released, which I think Martin said is going to be his last one that he's going to put out is, uh or he read uh, a chapter that got transcribed of aaron gradually which is probably the second best
2: one.
0: Mm. It's pretty interesting. What do you guys? What would you guys predict? Do you remember this character at all? I mean, he, he had a couple. You mean of
1: Or not Euron? So who's the, the crazy one a, who wins the king's move? That's Euron. Okay. And
2: then Euron is the brother. He's, he's the, the point prophet. of
1: view
0: during the King's mood. He his cha- it's his chapter. But like in the word, like two other ones. The religious Wait, one. the, yeah. the priest. He's yeah. the priest. Okay. Okay. Yes. Not in the show. Gotcha. So at last we saw in the book he was the point of view at the King's mood, Euron wins. Then I think someone else makes reference to him later, like he's gonna go speak out against them or whatever. Euron his brother. Uh, so, what would you guys predict is he, he'll be up to in this chapter? Before I tell you what it is,
2: oh, I actually know what happens. Oh, well.
0: <laughs> Does, Does he run? just get murdered? No, he's not. He's alive okay. at the end of the chapter. But I never thought this was where he was going to show up. I thought he was like really going to go do something, like try to speak out against his brother or do something. But apparently, he's a captive of Yorhan in this mm. chapter. Sometimes Yoron came himself. Aaron would wake from sleep to find his brother standing over him, lantern in hand. Once, aboard the silence, he hung the lantern from a post and poured them cups of wine. Drink with me, brother, he said. That night he wore a shirt of iron scales and a cloak of blood red silk. His eye patch was red leather, his lips blue. Why am I here? Aaron croaked at him. His lips were crusty with scabs. His voice hard. Where are we sailing? South. For conquest, plunder, dragons. Madness. My place is on the islands. Your place is where I want you. I am your king. Euron's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He admits to killing... His brother Balon and some of his other brothers that were that died when they were younger. I think he admits to killing two well, or three of his brothers. He's like torturing Aaron, basically. He has them chained up. He has Valerian steel armor, apparently, which he's wearing at one point in the chapter. Well. He has apparently they're going to the end of the, well, they all he also um he he, he says a whole bunch of crazy shit, but at the end of the chapter, he has Aaron strapped um, to like the prow of his ship. And they're about to the go, into, go into battle. Euron Crozai stood upon the deck of silence, clad in a suit of black scale armor like nothing Aaron had ever seen before. Dark as smoke it was, but Euron wore it as easily as if it was the thinnest of silk. The scales were edged in red gold and "'gleamed and shimmered when they moved. "'Patterns could be seen within the metal "'whorls and glyphs and arcane symbols "'folded into the steel. "'Valerian steel, the Dampier knew. "'His armor is Valerian steel. "'In all the seven kingdoms, "'no man owned a suit of Valerian steel. "'Such things had been known four hundred years ago "'in the days before the Doom, "'but even then they would have cost a kingdom.' Yoron did not lie; he has been to Valeria. No wonder he was mad. Your Grace," said Torwald Browntooth. "I have the priests. What do you want done with them? Bind them to the prows," Yoron commanded. "My brother, on the silence. Take one for yourself. Let them dice for the others. One to a ship. Let them feel the spray, the kiss of the drowned god. What and salty. This time the mutes did not drag him below. Instead, they lashed him to the prow of the Silence, beside her figurehead, a naked maiden, slim and strong, with outstretched arms and wind blown hair, but no mouth below her nose. They bound Aaron Dampere tight with strips of leather that would shrink when wet, clad only in his beard and breech clout. The crow's eyes spoke a command. A black sail was raised, lines were cast off, and the silence backed away from shore to the slow beat of the oar master's drum. Her oars rising and dipping and rising again, churning the water. Above them the castle was burning, flames licking from the open windows. When they were well out to sea, Yoron returned to him. Brother, he said, you look forlorn. I have a gift for you. He beckoned, and two of his bastard sons dragged the woman forward and bound her to the prow on the other side of the figurehead. Naked as the mouthless maiden, her smooth belly just beginning to swell with the child she was carrying, her cheeks red with tears. She did not struggle as the boys tightened her bonds. Her hair hung down in front of her face, but Aaron knew her all the same. of flowers,' he called. "'Have courage, girl.' All this will be over soon, and we will feast together in the Drowned God's watery halls. The girl raised up her head, but made no answer. She has no tongue to answer with, the damp air knew. He licked his lips and tasted salt. I think the fleet of, um, who, who controls the main fleet that's like technically the Lannisters, it's not the Lannisters, but, um, oh they're allies technically
2: uh they're in
0: the reach um they're, they're tyrell <gasps> people not tyrell ooh. So. the Manderleys? no they're northern oh apparently ooh. they have a secret fleet they're building though the Manderley oh. forces right no it's uh the red ones the red, red ones, ones. Mm-hmm. Right. they're about okay. to go into battle with that also strapped to the prow, or of another ship or next to him maybe is if you remember in the i think it's a victorian chapter they're having a feast after they took over this castle and they're like, making all like the, do you remember this chapter? He makes all the, Yaron makes all like the um, the ladies of the castle be like their serving girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bastard girl that was always treated badly by this family and she's like, he puts her like um, whatever, he like treats her better and like right. she, but so in this chapter it's revealed that she gets her pregnant and then she thinks he's gonna be good or whatever. and. Euron's trying to tell her, no, he's evil, you know, you're making a mistake, like, run away, or whatever, she won't do it, and then she's chained pregnant with him to the front of the ship at the end of this chapter. Jesus. Fuck. So, Euron's a, a cool guy, yeah, you know, but I was wondering what he's gonna do, what, what do we think is gonna happen with this whole Greyjoy? I mean, the Greyjoys are splintered all over at this point, but with Euron's plan to, he has Victorian going to try to get the dragon, or to get, bring Danny back,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: he's like, I guess doing battle and more toward Westeros. How do we think this is going to, like, resolve it all or what's going to happen?
2: I don't know. The Ironborn whole plot, it kind of mystifies me because from everything that we know about the Ironborn, all they want to do is, like, rape, pillage, and, 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 like, take stuff.
0: Well, that's what most of them want to do, but it seems like Euron has on higher ambitions, obviously.
2: Right. So, uh, I'm not really sure... It, like, is he just trying to get the Iron Throne, or is he just, like, just trying to, like, be... I don't know. Is he just trying to be super powerful? I'm not... You know, he's the mysterious villain, so we don't really know what his plans are, and he does all this weird shit. But, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think he... I think he'll try his best um to probably take over the mainland, like, most Ironborn try to do. Um, I'm not sure how successful they're going to be, uh just because... You know, the Ironborn don't really think tactfully, they're just all about attacking by ship, and they're not land
1: attackers. Right, for the most part. What are the chances, what are the odds, that he's like everyone else, every other mysterious character, where they just, like, happen to know something that we don't about the coming battle, and, like, just assumes that he needs to be in the position that he's maneuvering himself into? Like, does he think helping Danny remove Cersei from the throne will somehow help, like, Wester will survive the winter yeah maybe now also
0: it's a question did he actually go to Valyria like he claims right. right which in this chapter he's wearing like this Valyrian steel armor and this crazy stuff which seems like it would be from somewhere like that but um
2: could be from shy
0: or a shy or something maybe he has been there obviously some of his own people like someone challenges him on it. one of the born in, in that same Victorian chapter I referenced and he kind of gets like it's uh, Ash's uncle hmm. Asha and Theon's uncle from the other side of the family, who's a character in the books. Um, he's, like, reading all the time, that guy. Oh, okay. um... And he, uh right. at the feast or whatever I was referencing, he, like, directly challenges Euron. Like, Euron says, I've been to Valeria or whatever, and he's like, oh, really, have you? And he, and then Euron gets kind of, like, kind of tries to brush past it, but doesn't, like, take him on the point or whatever. So I was thinking from reading that, he probably hasn't been. But then when I read the sample chapter, I was like, hmm. He's got something more than than nothing, I guess. Hmm. But maybe went too shy, maybe whatever. And I know there's some kind of trick that he's trying to do here. The question is also, why does he have his brother kidnapped like this? Or I guess he doesn't want him spreading talk against him, which makes sense. But why doesn't he just kill him like he did with his other brothers? It seems like he wants to do something.
2: Well, there's always, like, you know, that talk of, like, Aaron is a... Uh... He he has like prophetic dreams, you know, or he thinks he does. And I think maybe Euron recognizes that Uh, because the Ironborn, I guess, are part of the First Men. So they, as much as they don't believe in the old gods or anything, like they do value prophecy to a point. So maybe because he's talked about prophecy, maybe that's why he's trying to
0: use him maybe to predict the future or something. That could be it. Mm -hmm. Also, he has the warlocks in the chapter. He still has the warlocks. Tied up in there, and he keeps drinking that potion, that shade of the evening, and he makes uh, Aaron drink it at one point in the chapter too. Right. And he does like hallucinate or whatever. Um, Okay, that's that's good on that topic. I guess we we really don't know. Oh, also with Victarion, he in the Barristan sample chapter, Victarion or at least his forces do show up at the end of the chapter and start attacking the young guy, the young the guy troops. So they see like the Kraken tails come, and they're like, well, whose side are they on? Oh, they're on our side, whatever. So they, they did successfully get there, it seems. Is Victarian going to... Obviously, Danny's not even there, but is he going to somehow... Him or Euron or any of these Greyjoys, do we think they're going to steal a dragon successfully? No. Is anyone going to s- steal a dragon in Winds of Winter?
2: I think
0: one might die. One might die in Winds of Winter. Winter.
2: Because they can die. But, yeah, I think it's very possible one might die. That would be interesting, and I think that would add a little bit to the story and kind of get rid of the three-head thing, which would throw everyone yeah. off and be fun.
0: <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm predicting that one of the dragons will get taken from her, one of the two that's in Marine still. Mm. I don't know Who how it's Who wants exactly, to take but... one of the dragons? Well... The Victar- uh, Euron gave Victorian this horn that's supposed to like bind dragons. So he oh, has it. okay. I don't really think that's gonna work necessarily, but he might get one another way, or maybe it does work. I don't know. He has this priest with him too, or the um, yeah, the red priest yeah. with him that's like telling him the future and stuff too, apparently. Or I even mm-hmm. think Tyrion might, cause Tyrion, you know, in the show he's already with Danny and whatever, he's like your hand at this point. But in the book, he's still with the Second Sons and. He and also that guy Brown Ben. He said mm-hmm. he has like a drop of dragon blood in him, and, the, right. and we saw in the in the books the dragons like like him. They're not he's they're not um, afraid of him or they don't want to attack him. Like he pets Brown Ben. Stuff. Brown Ben Plum is his name, and so I think Tyrion's gonna be the same way. Tyrion possibly is a Targaryen. A lot of people think yeah. seems to be decent evidence for it. Even though I don't really like that development, I think it might be true. <laughs> so maybe these two are going to conspire to get to ride one away. I don't that could happen, I don't know. That could
2: happen. I mean
0: they want to go back to Westeros. Terran wants to take over Casterly Rock. He somehow gets a hand on a dragon and flies over there. Who That's knows. Crazy. But I want to go over back to that Theon sample chapter I mentioned because this is very interesting. So that that stuff was a Battle of Fire. This is a Battle of Ice which is definitely happening in this book right now. So this takes place Theon's also chained up. Basically, every Greyjoy is chained up <laughs> at this point, except for
1: Tyrion
0: yeah. and Victarion, I guess. He's at the camp with Stannis. It, we don't know when in the timeline this is. Some of the events of the last book could be after this scene happens, so we don't know. But Stannis has him in there. It's a very Stannis-heavy chapter. He's asking Theon different things about the Boltons and et cetera, et cetera. Theon still hasn't, does not tell him that he didn't really kill Bran and but it seems like Stannis may know anyway, and Stannis knows a lot of things, so... He also knows that the Karstarks betrayed him, and he brings them in, and they see Theon and start... One of them starts freaking out at least, and or they realize they're caught. One of the grandsons tries to, to pull a sword out, just gets killed, and then the Karstarks get arrested, or whatever you call it. So, Theon, uh, so Stannis does know that they weren't loyal... And then we're just joining him to try to betray him to the Mm -hmm. Mm Boltons. And he says, like, go take the rest of their men. They probably didn't know what happened. So let's see if we can just keep their men to fight for us still. I choose this. One of the grandsons seized his sword held and made to draw it. That proved to be a poor choice. The grandson's blade had not even cleared his scabbard before two of the king's knights were on him. It ended with his forearm flopping in the dirt and blood spurting from his stump, and one of his brothers stumbling for the stairs, clutching a belly wound. He staggered up six steps before he fell and came crashing back down to the floor. Neither Arnolf Karstark nor his son had moved. Take them away, the king commanded. The sight of them sours my stomach. Within moments, the five men had been bound and removed. The one who had lost his sword arm had fainted from loss of blood, but his brother with the belly wound screamed loud enough for both of them. That is how I deal with betrayal, Turn cloak, Stannis informed Theon. My name is Theon. As you will. Tell me, Theon. How many men did Morzumber have with him at Winterfell? None. No men. He grinned at his own wit. He had boys. I saw them. Aside from a handful of half crippled sergeants, the warriors that Crowfoot had brought down from last hearth were hardly old enough to shave. Their spears and axes were older than the hands that clutched them. It was Horsbane Umber who had the men inside the castle. I saw them too. Old men, every one. Theon tittered. <laughs> Morris took the green boys, and Hawthor took the graybeards. "'All the real men went with the great John and died at the red wedding. "'Is that what you wanted to know, your grace?' "'King Stannis ignored the jibe. "'Boys,' was all he said, disgusted. "'Boys will not hold Lord Bolton long?' "'Not long,' Theon agreed. "'Not long at all.' "'Not long,' cried the raven from its cage. The king gave the bird an irritated look. That bravosy banker claims Sir Aina's fray is dead. Did some boy do that? Twenty green boys with spades. Theon told him. The snow fell heavily for days, so heavily that you could not see the castle walls ten yards away. No more than the men upon the battlements could see what was happening beyond the walls. So. Crowfoot set his boys to digging pits outside the castle gates, then blew his horn to lure Lord Bolton out. Instead, steady got the phrase. Snow had covered up the pits, so they rode right into them. Anna's broke his neck, I heard, but Sir Hostine only lost a horse. More's the pity. He'll be angry now. Strangely, Stannis smiled. Angry foes do not concern me. "'Anger makes men stupid, and Hostie Frey was stupid to begin with. "'If half of what I have heard of him is true, let him come.' "'He will. Bolton has blundered,' the king declared. "'All he had to do was sit inside his castle whilst we starve. "'Instead he has sent some portion of his strength force to give us battle. "'His knights will be horse, ours must fight afoot.' His men will be well-nourished, ours go into battle with empty bellies, it makes no matter. Sir, stupid, Lord Too-Fat, the bastard, let them come. We hold the ground, and that I mean to turn to our advantage. The ground, said Theon. What ground? Here? This misbegotten tower? This wretched little village? You have no high ground here, no walls to hide beyond. No natural defenses Yet Yet Both ravens screamed in unison. Then one quarked and the other muttered Tree Tree Tree, Tree. Tree. He also sends this guy Just Sir Justin off to Bravos. Um this is a character that he was trying to like marry Asha Grejo and like he he was in her chapters.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah one of one okay, of Stanis yeah, yeah, is yeah. like Loyal man Who is he that loyal? I don't know. He's, he's kind of like a guy who's like um not. He doesn't believe in the red god that much, like everyone else. He's not that confident in their in their uh, odds or whatever. So Stannis tells him, "Go hire me a self company in Braavos. Like do whatever you can, even if you hear that I'm dead. Do it anyway and try to put Shireen on the throne." Uh, who's obviously still alive in the books? Um, <laughs> yeah,
2: R.I.P. <laughs>
0: and then I want to talk about her in a second too, but but he sends him off. He does he's he does a bunch of things. Like it's it's kind of harder to recap, but um, I would really suggest reading the chapter. It's really good, I think. Um, he also brings Asha in, and she like begs to just kill Theon, not like burn him alive or whatever, just kill him in a different way. Also, we hear uh, Raven buzzing around saying things, which is almost certainly Bran and Bloodraven doing things, so... Gotcha. It's like all type of stuff, but it seems like from this chapter that Stannis does have a plan, he does know more things than we might have, we didn't know if he knew or not, and I'm confident that he's going to defeat the Bolton
1: and whoever, and Fred and whoever else troops in this battle, even though... Right, so the Boltons can't win that, right? I mean, they obviously didn't in the show, but like... Yeah, they didn't... Whatever happened win in the show, but uh, yeah, but um, right, okay, yeah, they won that battle.. Yeah. Okay, I didn't well, I forgot that we were that far behind in the books
2: <laughs> And
1: then at the end of of Dragons,
0: you know he gets a, Jon Snow gets that letter that from, apparently from Ramsey that says he defeated right. Stannis, so did that happen and the, and the sample chapter just takes place before in the timeline? Right I definitely don't think that that letter is accurate, or probably not even written by Ramsey himself. There's there's a whole lot of theories oh. about that called the penguin. It weather. could literally be anyone. Yeah. A lot of people think it's Matt's Raider, which is a good theory, or they think it's <laughs> Stannis and Theon somehow contrived it based on this. But there's a lot of different things to take out of the sample chapter. A lot of it is like what is Bran gonna do? Like why is he getting involved here? There's something to do with like the heart trees and stuff. Mm. Um, that's what Ash says to, to kill him in front of that for some reason. I don't think that Stannis wants to kill Theon at all, I think he's gonna try to use him as much as possible. But a lot of people there obviously do want him, a lot of his men right now want him, the ones that he, the northern men that he got on his side, Stannis want Theon dead, obviously, so they are gonna want a sacrifice. And his red god-worshipping troops just want to burn people, so. (laughs) There was some theory I saw that Stannis is going to fake Theon's death because Theon, with his torture, looks like an old man now and stuff, kind of, they keep saying that. And then the Karstark man leader is an old man. Mm-hmm. So I saw one theory that Stannis is going to disguise that guy as Theon and burn him alive or do something to pretend that he killed him and then mm. use Theon another way, like taking over the Dreadfort or something, because Theon actually knows the secrets about that castle since he was living there and a prisoner there, um, oh, which is a bones castle. So, and also people think Stannis might fake his death because he told his one man, if you hear that I'm dead. So Stannis is going to pull some kinds of tricks here. Also people think, which I think is definitely going to happen, that he's going to try to at least, um, like where they're camped out in front of this frozen lake and there's like a light tower over it. So he's going to try to get the phrase and whoever else that's coming in to like go onto the lake and fall into the water and die or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all these things that are set up to
1: happen, I think, in Winds of Winter. I'm interested. The battle could be way more interesting than it was at the end of season five. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that was bad.
2: Yeah. um, I'm mad that they killed him off in the show because there's so many possibilities for Sanus' character and his storyline. Well, with
1: the show, they have to start wrapping it up. And there are too many plot threads. Like, the last book can't be... Or the last season of the show can't be 27 episodes. The last book gets to be 1,500 pages if it wants.
2: Yeah,
1: it's true. I guess we
0: can move on to Shireen then. So I think because the the people, the showrunners said that, they got the idea directly from Martin himself that Shireen's going to get sacrificed, Mm -hmm. I guess, by her own parents and whatever. It seems like that's going to happen in some way in this book, Mm -hmm. but for that to happen since she's back at the wall in the book i think stannis is going to have to win and defeat the bones and then move on to sacrificing her for some reason so maybe it's for a different what do you guys think is it going to be for a different reason that he does it because the reason was pretty bad in the show
2: yeah but
0: maybe it will make more sense if like the wall comes down or something or something Mm -hmm. happens with the, the others like
2: i guess it would be a i can see him doing it if like they start seeing the others or um, maybe if they went against the Boltons, so he's doing all those things in Bravos, he's hiring a sales company and all that, maybe something happens to his man or maybe something gets out about his whereabouts and they're in a desperate situation or cornered. I could see it in a desperate situation him doing that but at this point in the books or at least from what I read like it didn't what, whatever they did in the show just didn't like make sense. Like, yeah. killing Shireen, it's just like, that's really? the only kid. That's I only totally kid. bought that. In a feudal society, if you have one kid, you don't kill it. I
1: actually buy it. Yeah, but he, I mean, in the show, he'd gone full bonkers the way that his wife does in the book. Yeah. I guess. I guess the show just didn't have enough time to set it up how desperate they were. Yeah. yeah. Also, they
0: manipulated you to, like, showing that he actually loved her and that yeah. it made it worse. In the book, he doesn't really show any affection for her. Or anybody, see. really. And it yeah. is set up that, because um, of the whole King's Blood and they try to burn the Storm Kid and everything, and he gets away, obviously, by mm-hmm. Davos. But it does seem set up, so I think it is going to happen. I'm just
1: trying to figure out how exactly. I don't think it's going to be about the this battle with the bones and whatever it like, was in no, the show. No. So do you think probably they, like, hold awesome that out for, time. like, when the others show up? Like, Maybe the book's called like Winds the, of Winter. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. happen, right? I think. And also,
0: like, up there, Jon Snow's got to get revived in the book as well. How's mm-hmm. that going to go down in the show? I mean, in the books, I do think it probably might have something to do with Melisandre's in the books as well, but it's definitely not going to be the exact same. Mm. Right. Davos isn't there anyway, and it was contrived in the show anyway, how he just had the idea to do it, kind of, but Davos' yeah. meaning. But um, I don't know how that's going to... Also, is he... in the show, it seems like he came back basically the same person. In the book, I don't necessarily see that happening, but how is he going to be different? I mean, what do you guys think? Is he going to get resurrected and be the same type of guy? Are we still going to be in his POV chapters, or what do you think?
2: Oh. oh wait, like so you're thinking of like the hmm. Lady Stoneheart sort of thing? I mean all the other ones in
0: the book like Lady Stoneheart or Beric Dandarian can't remember stuff and whatever. That's fair. Yeah,
2: the show did ruin that whole plot point. Yeah. <laughs> well um, well so we're
1: so talking true. books here, so I mean
2: Yeah. It could, we think it we'll could be
1: different. What if he comes back like augmented somehow? So like the human Jon Snow wasn't enough, death and rebirth in order to like fight the great evil, like that's a that's a thing in Western mythology. <laughs> augmented hell. Like, I don't know if he just comes back stronger or smarter or just, like, prophetic or just, like, in, just in general more ready to to do the damn thing. Yeah. it be mean, interesting that he came back smarter
0: because he, uh, obviously... I mean, he's not dumb necessarily, but... And he's a good commander, I guess, in battle and things like that. And he has some good ideas, but overall he made all the kind of dumb mistakes that got him killed in the first place. Yeah. yeah. We assume he killed I mean they say he's getting stabbed.
1: And in the show he doesn't get a lot smarter, like... He should have lost the right, right with the uh, bastard bro down. Right, so the the bro down. <laughs> so
0: yeah, that would be interesting. Or is some? I mean, before the the show happened, season six, people were giving, or maybe well was happening. I was reading some theories that were like saying Blood Raven was going to be controlling Jon Snow or Bran or something like that. Mm. Mm. They're going to have something to do with that. I don't know if that would be true, but I mean that like. A, like happened in the, the end, Chapter 2 where Bran was, or that oh. they were intervening somehow with the Ravens, like, he, they're definitely doing some things up there. Yeah. And to get to that storyline, we know the other big thing it, is the whole hold the well, door thing. That's yeah. supposed to happen in the book, but in a slightly different way at least, or maybe a very different way. Well, that's going to be well, fun. and Hoda an so agent of evil in the book, yeah. so.
1: <laughs>
0: so how is that going to be revealed, you guys, and will it be winds of Winter? Probably, I guess.
2: Yeah, I would think so. I mean...
0: Is Hodor going to die as well, like he did in
1: the film? Uh, I bet he does.
2: Yeah, it's probably going to be different, but hopefully... I hope the books are able to, like, kind of flesh it out a little bit clearer, you know?
1: The Just, like, what happens between the two timelines? Yeah. yeah. That, that would, I mean, the it extent that to which Bran you know. murdered him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, yeah, because, like, you know it's hard to visualize that but like it would be nice to like understand because that would be cool but back to the Jon Snow thing because of the show I completely stopped thinking about him coming isn't that crazy? Yeah. Right. Like, he's just, like... It's so far ahead. It's so he's, far ahead. He's, here. he's, he's back. just here, and he's the same. So I, like, completely forgot he... Like, I didn't forget he died, but I just forgot, like, this is so significant. In the book. That happens
1: with me in the books, too. Like, I, I forget that we are so far behind in some of these storylines. Yeah. I think I said that I'm earlier. Really far behind. Yeah. yeah. Well, practically speaking, what do you think is
0: going to happen at the wall at the time that he's dead? Because the way it's set up, it seems like I don't understand why... The wild, like Tormund, John Spain, and all the wildlings up there, free folk, why wouldn't they just, in turn, see what happened to John and just murder all these people that stabbed him? Maybe just take over entirely at the Castle Black.
2: Mm-hmm. Do,
0: um, the guys that stabbed him, which is not, in the book, it's not, what's his name, it's not Terrellis, it, and Ollie's not even a character, it's, a, what, a Bo and Marsh and some people. Do they have a plan for Tormund and the wildlings? Like, do they have something else that they're going to do to not have that happen I think they must have
1: something or what they're thinking yeah there's gotta be some kind of clash coming there like the wall has to go to shit so that like it's easy for the others to come over right Right. I mean it's in chaos
0: right now at the end of this chapter but how does that get resolved does Melisandre do something I don't I don't Mm -hmm. know I
2: think she'll I mean I think her bringing him back it's probably going to be something like that in the books.
0: Well, I guess, if I didn't think that Stannis had to be responsible for burning Shireen, which I guess we don't 100% know, but I'm assuming he, Martin told that to these show creators, but before I knew that, I, I would think maybe that Melisandre would just take it on her own hand to... To sacrifice her, maybe
1: to bring John back, or to do something like that.
2: That's a good. Which
1: Stannis wouldn't be involved, with, but I don't know if that. Or maybe like Stannis dies in the battle, she sacrifices Shireen to bring him back, and then it's John that comes oh. back. Or could he, to add another layer to this, maybe because I thought there's that Stannis is
0: going to fake his own death, which is kind of being set up in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't. We don't know how much they're in contact and how much they know. Stannis and Melisandre at this point when they're separate and how much they're talking to each other. What if? He didn't tell her that he was faking his own death. She thinks he's dead, so then Melisandre no, sacrifices the daughter, and then he comes back and is pissed and whatever. I don't. I don't think that his wife would let
1: her do that either willingly, cause in the book, I, I'm sure his wife would let her do
0: that. Well, see, in the book, it's not the same character. I mean, they both. She's a bad in both the book and show. Not not badly written or acted, but just like a, she's a bad, a bad can, person. Yeah, but. It's a different way. In the in the book, she does not have it. Um, even though she's a bitch to everyone for the most part, she's not really that much way to Shireen, which she is in the show. And then in the show, they the whole thing, like, oh, I regret doing this, and she runs in whatever, and kills herself. But in the book, it doesn't seem like she wants any harm to come to Shireen. So it would take some extra convincing there, it would seem like. but mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. she gets killed in this whole skirmish. up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, That's Who knows? Impossible. And, yeah, you know, I wouldn't... Uh, shed any tears over that that death but uh i don't know i'm really interested in what's going to happen up north at in this battle and at the wall that's probably what i'm the most excited for to learn what's going on in the winds of winter and it is crazy like we're saying because it's not it's already brushed past all this in the show but what do do you guys so that's that's my number one whole that whole segment of the country or whatever is what i'm most interested in right now partly being fueled by the sample chapters and stuff and how it ended what, are you guys agreeing with that, or is there another section uh, that you're more interested in seeing—Daenerys, or King's Landing, or the South, or whatever?
2: Um, I'd be actually interested in learning a bit more about um, the Reach and what they're doing, mm-hmm. because um, they never like. They're just not flushed out completely. Mm-hmm. They always seem to be scheming. We know
0: probably the least about them. We have no, we have no, the Tyrells meaning. Yeah. We have no really insight anywhere. No POV chapters that get inside them. Nothing.
2: Nothing.
0: Who could be that person? Because there always has to be a POV chapter to get you in. Even like with Doran, they just made this character of Ariel Hota who's like basically just a camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sanza is using that way a lot of the time. Her chapter is mm-hmm. just kind of being there because someone has to be there. So who would be that uh, person to get into to, to, to fi- find that out? Is there anyone
1: that's that's already an active POV? Because they, apparently they're not, Maybe, not adding any new POVs. So there's that POV chapter at the beginning of the fourth book. Mm-hmm. Um, just that random kid in Old Town. The uh, prologue. Yeah, the prologue. Well, I want to talk who, about who the kids murder the prologue
0: next. That uh, me, but, you
1: go ahead. but like. He stays introducing just, like, rando characters to get stuff started. Right. right. For, so it would have to be in a prologue chapter or an
0: epilogue. Cause that's the only time he adds a new one. Yeah. And he, he has said that he's not in the rest of the books. There won't be any
1: new POVs for the main story. Right. Mm-hmm. just could go back in that maybe, but... Yeah, so well, he could do that just to, like, hook it up to a main storyline, like, okay. someone comes through.
2: Didn't we have, um, a, a, a maester from that area? Uh, with the POV chapter? Wasn't
0: there amazing- Here's what all the POVs are for the prologues, and I, I don't want to get into talking about what it could be leader. for the next. The first book, is, the prologue, is the guy who, one of the guys who dies by the White Walkers right. from the Night's Watch. The second book is the maester, and they always die in the prologue, or if they don't die on the page, you find out they died later, wow. which happens in the third book. But the second one is Maester Cresson from... Stannis' Maester.
2: Maester, Who right.
0: tries to do murder-suicide with Melisandre and fails because mm-hmm. she doesn't die. The third book is this guy, Chet, who doesn't die on the page, but you know he died later, and that's when the White Walkers attack up north, the Fist of the First Man. Before, he'd been planning to kill Sam Tarly, and, and they were going to overthrow Commander Mormont and all that. He ends up dying from the White Walkers. That the mutiny happens later, anyway. The fourth book is that what you're saying it's the... Hate, was killed by, Jakon Agar, It's ninety percent sure that that's who that is that kills him at that. Oh, for real?
1: Yeah. I thought it was
0: like way more magical than that. Okay. Well, I mean, we don't know how much magic Jakon has or whatever, but it, but the description of the guy's face is the same as the one Arya saw him change into when I gotcha. saw him. Mm. So it's pretty much confirmed to be him. Also in that chapter, we meet Alaris, the Sphinx, who is really Sorella Sand in disguise as a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and another Tyrell, and there is another Tyrell in that chapter, like a Tyrell cousin who's like kind of a dickhead, but he shows up again in Sam's chapter at the end of that book. So that's another thing, like that, that wraps up in Feast for Crows. I'm also very interested to see what's going on in Old Town there. The Ironborn might be attacking it, also the Maesters are doing all kinds of crazy shit. There's like at Marwyn the Mage who left, okay. but he's doing crazy shit, so that's, and Jake Nagar is there in disguise apparently as well. We don't have time to get into all that right now, but I'm, I'm interested in that. But then, the, to finish this prologue thing up, the fifth book has Six Sixkins as a prologue. Oh. Remember, he's um, running away from the battle. Right. After Stannis came in and wrecked shop, and he tries um, working into a, a woman or a human, and then it doesn't quite work, and he gets killed. Um, but he's still alive in one of his wolves, which, which then goes to... The wolf's summer, the dire wolf, kind of uh, takes over that pack, I think is what happens. But, so he's technically kind of alive there, but he, he, his body dies. So this we don't know what's going to be in the, in the Winds of Winter prologue, but we do have a big clue. And I don't think it's going to have anything to do with Tyrell's or the Reach, because George R. R. Martin said that one character he's confirmed will be in the prologue of Winds of Winter is Jane Westerling.
2: Oh, okay. If you recall so, who she is. She's in... she's fake
0: married to... Uh... Well, she's not fake married to anyone. She is Rob's ex-wife.
2: Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Jane
0: Westerling, yes. Right, Jane. So sorry,
2: I got in the confused. show,
0: they do a thing where it's Talisa and not her, and she right. dies at the Red Wedding. In the book, she doesn't go to the Red Wedding because they think it's going to offend Walter it. She's a Lannister Bannerman. In, le- in the book with Jamie, one of the last ones, we find out that her were complicit in what happened and her mom was giving her, like, this moon tea to show sure she doesn't get pregnant with a rough child. Right. And then Jamie sends them off with Edmure Tully and his wife and they're supposed to be getting transported back to Casterly Rock by some knight that's named a couple times not a big character. My theory is maybe the prologue will be from this guy that he sends off, because it's usually not someone we know or someone yeah. we've heard about once or twice, but not a big character. And they usually die, so. My theory is that it, it's going to be either that guy or someone, that Lannister army, army sergeant or whoever he is, and or someone that's in his group is trying to transport them to the Rock. They get beset upon by the Blackfish, maybe, or the Brotherhood Without Banners, or both if they're together, and they're trying to obviously rescue Edmure and whoever else. And maybe the Carlock okay. person dies in the fight of that. So that's what I think is probably going to happen, because I don't know what... Where else could Jane Westerling really show up in a chapter where this is... What else would be going on?
2: Right. I got confused with her and Jane Poole, sorry.
0: <laughs> right, right. Jane Poole is fake Arya. Yeah, yes. fake Aria. Well, Arya. they're both the same first
1: name, yeah. Yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, I yeah think that if it's true, interesting. You're trying to get some background on the Reach.
2: I, I'm just curious about the Reach. You're trying
1: to get caught up. Yeah.
2: There's not, nev- like, I-, I guess Old Town, like, whatever, you know, yeah. the shit that's gonna go down in Old and Town. And that's kind of the reach, re- that
0: is the reach, right, I guess. It is yeah, the well, reach.
2: Well. It's, like, the biggest city in the They reach.
0: have the High Tower family, which is not much in the books, but they're, like, an old family that's apparently doing stuff, too. They're supposed to be Tyrell Bannerman, I guess, but they, like, do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: much like the Boltons and the Yeah.
1: North and what, and, our, and uh, Lord Hand, what is your most anticipated... I mean, I don't think it'll surprise anybody. I want to uh, see the conclusion to Days of Our Lannisters. Um, I just want to know no, how that wraps itself up before the lady in
0: performance is not the same as Cersei and the Bug. Like, honestly, like, in the book. honestly, like Cersei in the Bug. is it's just as
1: compelling. That no, it's all not. of the POV <laughs> chapters from the fourth book is just as she's compelling. Like cuckoo
2: bananas.
1: Uh, I know.
2: Yeah, she's like an alcoholic. Y'all you know
1: my that's type. That's Lisa, or is
0: it? That's your type. <laughs> Well, all right, so you're interested to see what... I'm interested I mean, really, it, it's hard to pin down. Probably the thing I would be least interested in is this marine storyline still. I'm hoping yeah. that gets wrapped up. I'm so manners, tired but, of that. But, uh, I mean, I hope it's cool with the, the battle and everything, and see what Tyrion does, and see what the Ironborn do, and see what everyone else does. But that, that's my least interesting. And then, yeah, the things happening in Westeros itself is the most, so... Yeah. I mean, I could talk about this for hours. Um, We're going to wrap up this small council podcast right now. But I'm sure, unless the book gets dropped real soon, we'll probably be back for some more episodes uh,
1: talking about this sort of stuff. Because what else are we going to talk about? So when the (laughs) book does drop, we're all like, just going to power through and do this again, right? For sure. I'm going to read that bitch in a day. Yeah. I'm
0: calling out of work. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't know what I'm going to do. I like... I'm thinking about this, like, how, what, what is going to be my response when I go online or look at Twitter or whatever, and it's like, officially, George R. R. Martin says it's, I send the book to my editors. Like, I don't know how I'm going to react to this. Pre order
2: it.
0: It's we'll been wait like, online. it's been like a tantric, like, build off to this <laughs> like, one. Drew needs a minute. I do, I've never felt this way about a book before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and hopefully, Lady Finger, aka My Master of Coin, will. Furnish us all with copies of that from all the gold dragons. Right, we have lying around. I, I assume. Side, so. uh, um, and do, do you have a closing statement there, Lady Finger?
2: Uh, let's uh let's see how the you know how the winter goes and see how our coffers are filled. Oh, okay.
1: And Lord Hand, uh, do you have a closing uh, statement? I just want to remind everybody that I am completely loyal to the uh, Iron Throne. Okay. The, 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 don't the don't Iron don't, Pod. Yeah, yeah. to the Iron Pod. To your, to
0: me, the king of the pod. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. True. true. Yep. Of course we are. All right, well, the, the <laughs> court is, uh, not court, what am I talking about? Yeah, it is called court when the king small holds. Small council. Yeah, all right, the small council, of course, the name of the show. Small council uh, is done for now, but stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast on iTunes or wherever, and you'll get this, you'll get Mr. Irrelevant. No, you will. The Super Bowl preview, Ooh. maybe with my hand, and she said Marv, and, uh, basketball episodes and just stay subscribed to brooklyn rebounder or or, uh see us on twitter at brooklyn rebound or on facebook at Podboys p-o-d-b-o-y-z productions and uh, that'll be it for us peace out valor margulis (music) etc